0: Bam bam, 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 paper Tuesdays.
1: Hello and welcome back. Yes, I like that thing, you should keep that on fire. We're bringing the noise today, people. Mm. We're gonna fucking fuck. <laughs> no, we're not. We're gonna no. talk about the podcast and stuff. <laughs> so what right. are Generous First of all, Mark, you've
0: gone radical. So uh, I actually were like, I don't know, we're like two anacondas. two alcoholics giving up beer in a in a in a, in a beer house mm-hmm. um we both uh, deleted instagram this week oh uh, right yeah yeah, so you first so, oh I just i decided actually no I listened to a podcast that um I very much recommend about publishing, and your man was like if you actually there's so much in writing there's so much about writing books that people are like oh do this and do that and just sit down and write a thousand words a day boom nothing else just write yeah doesn't matter how shit it is and um spend the time that you direct from oh my god you're so like 20 rocks calm (laughs) down down. right i live (laughs) Sorry, I'm a little bit wound up Mark because I was under sixes training there or we were playing Castleham and I kept looking at the children and I just, I wanted to get in and get involved in the game because they didn't understand the premise that you need to get the ball down the field. You need to score the goals, not look around and look and sit down on the ground. (laughs) And I realised that I'm taking it all too seriously if I'm getting that wound up about an under six match. So I'm just taking this moment now to wind it back. So in... In light of thinking that I need a bit more time to write and do, pursue creativity, mm. um, I decided to delete Instagram.
1: Yes. That's the
0: essence of what I'm trying to get across. Why did you delete Instagram?
1: I deleted it, yes, t- last night. So I'm only, I'm still in the DTs, I suppose, of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking about my likes and my, my share, my feed. Uh, not really, but I deleted last night. I was listening to a podcast, actually, uh, from Tim Ferriss, and... It was just I got, it's stuff you know in your own head. You know it's bad for you. You know it's um, trying to buy your attention and trying to hold your attention for as long as possible. But the way I was trying to manage it was with blockers and app blockers. And if I don't have it on my phone to I mean, be the apps, but I would go into an app, I would press on say Instagram. A blocker would come up and say, uh, "Are you sure are you or why are you checking this?" And then you click unlock. And then it would unlock after 10 seconds for seven minutes and then close again oh yeah and at the start i was very good for maybe three days i gave myself a limit of five per day mm-hmm. but more recently it'd be going. i could i can go over that and i have been going up to 31 all the way up to 40 out of five opens someday and then i was like just kind of gave up on it then but i was still using the app blockers but i was just ignoring it. i was just waiting a little bit to get into it but i never stopped my um, I was just listening uh, it was actually on andrew huberman's podcast was right. very i really recommend mm. that episode um and he just said i don't he doesn't keep social media on his phone because the like he'd be involved i suppose in silicon valley and stuff like that and he said there is these companies are building these apps to keep your attention and there's billions of dollars on the line no matter what form of self-discipline or what level of self-discipline you think you have it's going to override that so just take them off your phone so i'd lead them all together now Obviously, it's a big part of my business is social media, so I have an app called Business Suite that all all my messages come in. And I'll maybe download it once a day, post, and get off, and then just do my message through there.
0: And can you do your Instagram stuff on Business Suite?
1: No, so I can't post anything through Business Suite, so I'll have to download the app. Business Suite is just messages from all uh, social media apps all come into one place, and I can view Mm. them there. So I will have to download it once a day to post, but I'll try to delete it then after.
0: Interesting it's yeah. tough though mark isn't it going to be like being really i don't know i've gone through this now but hmm. i've gone through this a few times like where oh, i'm deleting it and then i download it again for a week and then i'm like oh no, i'm going to delete it again and like hmm. you know so it's kind of a looping cycle but this time I'm kind of like no i'm going to
1: try and stick with it this time it's very hard but that being said it's not a, a negative to take a break for a while you know, to def to reset yourself. Some people never take breaks and so we grown it all the time. And I've definitely uh, it's been a long time since I took a break, probably a year or two. I took a month off, I think. I think I was at we were doing podcasts podcast mm-hmm. at that stage. So there's definite benefits to it. It's just uh, all of it is it's just marketing, isn't it? Like the whole fucking feed is marketing, whether it's a business marketing to you or someone else marketing themselves to you, everyone is trying to sell something or themselves on it. Uh, just to fucking take a break from that for a while is a mm-hmm. welcome relief.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah can i ask a silly question um you like we, we oh. sometimes i think you only see the good parts of people's lives as well and mm. do you think sometimes would you compare yourself with other fathers or other uh, or oh, they're having a great day why well, am i having a good day or like would that ever come into your
1: head when yeah you definitely and, I, and that's everyone there is no one mm. that doesn't do that it, subconsciously or consciously you are comparing yourself to what you're seeing in front of you and it's only the highlight reel of other people's lives and like everyone says this and it's true like you, no one posts themselves when they're after fucking messing up on their diet or they're after sleeping in or they're after missing their alarm five times or they had an argument with their spouse or they fucking didn't shake too well after the bathroom or you know, they were staying under toilet under pants like they're not going to post that on Instagram, you're not going to see it but if you're spending all day looking at that and you're comparing then your reality when you put down your phone you're like your life isn't fucking you're not in Marbella with a six pack you're not in fucking pig in Dublin having a cocktail outside you're not fucking staying in a hotel in Dublin and that could, that's like one weekend out of someone's life do you know but when they're in the hotel hurt them and a the partner could be eating the head off each other that's just not on Instagram but you see them in the spa in their fucking gown or whatever you're like a day of the fucking life they don't it's not fucking real any of it mm but it's because that's the way the world is heading and it's not slowing down so i don't know how the fuck you manage
0: it yeah two things that spring to mind about what you've said there like i think one being present one thing that i really get from the podcast is it forces me to be present to everything that you say for mm, now yeah and in the same way now when you're uh off social media you you'll probably find more uh experience of being present and i did think i'd bring up that i'm I'm in the current stage of writing my thesis at the moment and um it's interesting it's um it's about people people's lived experiences and a a central assumption of the thesis is that there are different social realities and you've just expressed there how it's not real or that you know that's person and pig it's not real in comparison to you but like it's almost about accepting these many social realities, even though some may be more appealing and lucrative to our eyes than others. Like it's more appealing to have that cocktail in Dublin or be in that spa than to be in the middle of a row with someone else. Um, But it's like that all of these coexist and then it's about um, accepting that assumption. Then you can go and look at the different realities that are presenting itself within the study. So it's been a very enjoyable process of uh, verbalizing that process okay. in terms of the thesis.
1: Yeah. So when you're talking about different realities, you're talking about the social media reality and our reality or, or different subjective realities from different people?
0: The latter. Subjective okay. reality. So like our subjective, our reality, now our, you have one reality there that will be you and Nora playing in the player, but another reality will be um, having that cocktail. Another reality will be um, in the middle of a row. Another reality will be the homeless person outside uh pig uh, as all the parties are going on and that these all of these different realities and like that's the way to it's, i like uh, this is a thesis so um it's a qualitative thesis so it's based on interviews of people mm-hmm. but all these interviews have different favors so like it's not that at the end of the thesis i am going to have a definitive answer mm-hmm. it's more just a blend of these many realities that like in example for those all those realities there one shared consensus could be the fact that it's raining you know Mm. like it's 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 the threads that weave in between all these different realities that are interesting it's just i i know we take it for granted but i i just thought it is a, a central piece of how that research emerges it's 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 um it's one of those assumptions that that allow that research to take place. Like, yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: Mark, you have a wonderful game for us. I we have we have a game. We have a game, guys. Okay, so I think you're going to enjoy this. especially actually have two games, but we'll start with the one that I put more time into. Mm. Uh, so uh, the other one won't seem as bad. So this one is called "Who Said It." Who said it? It's oh, a, uh, an MCQ. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, of quotes. Are you doing negative marking again? Uh, negative marking. M- marking, marking. Oh, negative marking. No, no. so We'll go positive marking okay. on this one. We'll keep it positive, as we <laughs> said last week. We want to, oh. <laughs> we want to be positive on the podcast. Okay. Number one. So the quote is, "Put him under pressure." Who said it? Was it James Flood, Flood or Jack Charlton? So it's an MCQ. Oh yeah. Apologies. James Flood or Jack Charlton? Was James Flood uh, wrong? Wrong wrong? Oh, okay. Or maybe, um, <laughs> subjectively, I feel it's wrong. Okay. Um, I'm feeling like that answer might be correct, in my opinion. Um, number two, young people of Ireland, I love you. Oh, yeah. Is that a quote from Oliver Cromwell or Pope John Paul II? Oh,
0: this is a toughie. It's a real toughie. They both have very similar realities. <laughs> i think... <laughs> I go to the same... Oh, right, right, Pope John Paul
1: II. Correct. Right. Correct. Cromwell, Mark, do you yeah. know anything about him? Okay, so, was <laughs> Oliver Cromwell in Cool Granny at one point? Mark, I can categorically say, yes. Yes. <laughs> that was somewhere lodged in my
0: subconscious. I definitely planted that somewhere. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I yeah. I don't know, if I don't know. Well, well, yeah, he was between Cool Granny and Kyle Nier. Wow. Well, so, explains, yeah. a <laughs> explains a lot. Explains <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but when you go anywhere in Ireland, I believe you will have someone tell you, and Cromwell was up there.
1: Now, I'm going to give you my subjective oh, yeah. experience of Oliver Cromwell. And this is what, in my head, when I think Oliver Cromwell, and I'm open to being incorrect here. <laughs> a man coming over a hill on horseback
0: <laughs> okay. with a sword
1: All right. fast down oh. the hill, with the sword in his hand, oh. wanting to kill Irish people. All right. How, out of 10, what would you give that for correctness?
0: It's a seven and a half. Seven and a
1: half, okay, where have I lost my two and a half?
0: Well, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just being pretty by Mm -hmm. (laughs) saying
1: Because I'm sure he did that,
0: but it's just, like, I don't think he did that every day.
1: Okay, (laughs) wasn't like part of his morning routine. (laughs) Ice bat, (laughs) up on the horse.
0: Woo, (laughs) till tomorrow, guys.
1: posting his stories <laughs> no, no no sorry tell right. so, Ten out of name, in a bit more about Oliver Cromwell oh,
0: look no uh, sorry uh, here, take back my nickety, nickety, nickety. <laughs> <laughs> Um more about Oliver Cromwell he's loved by England because he upheld um, I think it was uh, English rule between the parliament and the monarchy was getting there was a tussle for it, okay. and over who where the power lay, and I think he was born in Parliament side, and um, it was kind of like a mini a civil war. Probably was a civil war, but anyway, like there's a statue of Oliver Cromwell in front of the Westminster Parliament. Yes, yeah. So I don't think, I don't think we should have
1: one here in Ireland. No, I don't think so. I don't no. think so. No, just like uh, Margaret Thatcher. We have Molly Malone, and that's Molly <laughs> good enough. <laughs> <We're> fine. <laughs> we're fine. Where were
0: you going there? Sorry. Where was it going? Oh. Right. Uh, I don't, uh, that part of history, history in general is very interesting because uh, like, it, it's at this, in the same time in the 1500s and 1600s when like the King Henry dissolves all the monasteries and all the monasteries have to be abandoned and like apparently there were thousands of people in Glendalough and when well, we go to Glendalough now we think it's just a beautiful valley and whatever and the yes, there was St. Kevin and the monasteries there but like there was a fueling education centre almost a spin-off of what we had spoken last week about Charlemagne and the what he was trying to create with the monasteries and all the writing and the 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 most what was it the Irish were the scholars of the world. Um so <laughs>
1: you never heard that no no, no. Yeah. definitely not the opinion in the last three, four hundred years I'd say. Yeah. Yeah well I, g- seen a, I actually seen a quote when I was making this story. It's like um when someone is drunk at an airport, they're Irish. When they win an Oscar, they're British. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, stereotypes. Hmm. Well, when you look at, say, um, our colleague, Mark Patrick Hederman, he, he exemplifies that. <laughs> the 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 scholarish man in a castle writing down yeah, big words. That, yeah, that's him. That is him, yeah. I suppose he's carrying on that tradition.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Mark. And that's, yeah, that's absol- That's 10 out of 10 in my book anyway.
1: Um, <laughs> yes. Shall we move on? question,
0: yes. Okay. Next
1: question. Okay. As drummer would say, I picked it out of me arse. Was that Bono or was that AIB senior management John Bow? <laughs> okay. Sorry. I was a bit lost there. So give me the, give me the quote again. The quote was, as drummer would say, that's I picked true. it out of me arse. Okay. I'll go to the AIB banker. Yes, AIB senior management John Bowe on the seven billion euro bailout figure in two thousand and eight. Wow! He said he picked it out with (laughs) ours.
0: Right, that's mad.
1: Right, bailout, Mark. What do we make it?
0: What, what, what comprehension do we have of the banks being bailed out back in two thousand
1: eight? I have very little understanding of this. Now, again, I'm going to give you my subjective reality of a bailout. So, Ireland. We messed up, we made a big mistake. We gave all the money away. No, we, we kept all the money and then took it from the poor people and then they couldn't <laughs> afford the houses we were trying to give them. Um, which was an honest endeavor in itself, trying to give houses to the poor people. It just got a bit m- mucky. OK, anyway, my idea of a bailout. So Ireland owes money to the World Bank. Because we were lo- lending money. Two people who couldn't afford houses to give to Bertie Ahern, and when they couldn't pay that money back, the World Bank had to give the money to the people who couldn't afford the houses to give to Bertie Ahern. Yeah. Okay. And now Bertie is back. The Celtic Tiger is back. What do we call it? Like the Celtic, the Celtic Panda. The Celtic Panda. Panda. Because something has to be done, Michael. There's a cost of living crisis. <laughs>
0: I love that. It was like the, the rise in your voice, like you, you became more sure. Something has to <laughs> be done. Michael. Michael The children. Coffees are seven euro. Coffees
1: are fucking seven <laughs> euro now.
0: Um Yeah, very interesting there. Uh a panda is something big as well. Like I think we there's been talk of like this is a bubble or whatever for years, but like it's
1: a, it's almost like this is this going to fall? This is currently falling, I reckon. Oh yes. Currently falling. Currently falling. <laughs> the sky is falling. Um <laughs> I think so. I think right. it's all going to shit. Do you think? Yeah. I no, I don't. Right. <laughs> no, I don't right. want to think like that. Right. It's clear to see the price of everything is going up. Yeah. And income is not going to match that somehow. I don't know how we're paying more money for stuff but making less money in return.
0: Yeah. But but people
1: need the houses, and it's
0: almost like you know the way when the, the economists say that the 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 market the economy is heating up or you know it's over fueling or overheating yeah uh, you kind of almost get that sense because like there's just so much going on mm. but like uh i think it's brilliant that we're in such high employment yeah like and the positives then from that you would hope that no matter what little blitz may come in the economy that if more people gather the skills that are required in certain jobs mm. well then they will be more prepared in the long run for whatever comes
1: okay yeah
0: yeah, yeah. it'd be interesting well more than interesting or right, bailout right bailouts fundamentally involved you're probably right i'm sure bertie Hearn had all that money coming through him he was like the central he was like the main street for all that resting process. in his account resting yeah and then he didn't have an account but <laughs> that's another podcast but um i think all this comes fundamentally comes down to breaches of trust mm. and it's almost that everyone thought everyone was taking care of it but everyone wasn't taking care of it no and we have seen mark you um you are very you're probably a senior hurler when it comes to not looking at the news yes i'm an yeah. intermediate hurler okay and my uh, they had very few hurling this game tommy tiernan is probably senior as well but he could be facing relegation you could be beating him now. okay tommy tiernan doesn't watch news does though, he not you know. yet he's on it
1: yeah, I suppose
0: he would be on the, Yeah. 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 That's interesting. But yeah, you're going to be, this is a personal trainer, it's a double life. You're going to be posting on the social media, but you won't yeah, be true, there. True, true, yes. you would be like, a woman told me in, in a shop in Kyaneer C- in in there today that there are multiple Putins and that Putin has a few Putin lookalikes. Okay. So maybe
1: there's a few Mark Alvin lookalikes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can we go back to the shop in Kyaneer and how, how this came about? <laughs> Uh, she started by asking me,
0: are you a Boland? Are you a I Boland? I like that, okay. I like that. So then I asked, what's your surname? So I never <laughs> got this woman's first name, but she's a wood bird from Palace. Okay. Okay.
1: And <laughs> how did you mean? get on to Putin?
0: Putin, because, Mark- Are you a Putin? You have no idea how much is going on in Russia at the moment. Russia is but, uh, Really? But there's also right RTE. I discussed both of these matters in the shop shopping calendar. Okay. Right. We'll come back to Russia. Uh, RTE is in the news, Mac. Have you what? heard about Ryan Tubberly? Yes, I have. Okay, so he's someone he's told a you that.
1: Presenter or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, a presenter, yeah. Is that um, on the den.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so has Breed filled you in on what went on? No, no. We, had a, we, we were still on the topic of the submarine. We're still covering that. Okay, oh, next week. So apparently, some lad's going to go down in a submarine. <laughs> he's going to build it himself. Anyway. Back to Putin. No, we it over to Ray Tuberty. Okay, Tuberty. <laughs> So, tu-
0: tu- Tuberty, um, there was a lot of pressure at RT to say, no, don't pay anyone over five half a million. Don't pay anyone over half a million. This is in 2019 and 2020. Yeah. But it's since emerged, Grant Thornton did a review of um, RTE's accounts, and they discovered that during these years, RTE had a deal that they underwrote, that if a sponsor didn't pay Ryan Tubberty, um R.T. would cover the balance and then Ryan Tuberty's salary went over half a million. Okay. So Ryan says, Oh, this I should have corrected um R.T.E.'s statements when they said I was earning 490,000. I was actually earning five hundred and fifty or whatever. Really sorry. But he's been taken off the air for the week because this is a big public controversy now as the government is coming in and saying to R.T. you should have had a better ship in place, you you know, you can't be, you can't be doing that basically, and uh, there's a fundamental breach of trust here, and the reason I tie the two together, Mark, is because what happened in the bailout in 2008 is now happening in Marty on a micro scale, because obviously many more lives were affected by the bailout, but that breach of trust is seismic. Mm. Ethics doesn't matter until something like this happens, I think. Yeah. Um. So... What do you make of that now someone that has learned the news now in this little bullet point form
1: i think i have more important things to worry about than ryan tupperly getting an extra 60 grand right i don't think that was going to be my 60 grand yeah so i don't really care now having said that if i was reading that all day every day i probably would care about it but what is the problem here so he was getting an extra bit of money that he was going to get anyway from sponsorships. It's just RTE was going, was then paying what he was owed from unpaid sponsorships.
0: Yeah, but the sponsors pulled out and then RTE paid him. But RTE have said for the last few years that, that they
1: were, weren't paying any him any more than that. But that is not his salary from RTE then, that extra money.
0: No, it's that his is, earnings.
1: So that, yeah, so, so he was... He can't earn over over five hundred thousand. Yeah. Ort, were giving him four ninety. Theoretically, let's say they were giving him four ninety. Yeah. And let's say he got, he was, from sponsorships from other companies, he was meant to get maybe an extra seventy grand. True, orty, yeah. True, orty, but those funds, those sponsors fell short. Yeah. So orty then compensated that seventy grand. Correct. That would then be compensation, not a salary. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I think orty need to hire me for this case. <laughs> I am on Ortiz's side, okay. and I will go on record right now that Ryan Tuberty is an innocent man. <laughs> sorry, Mark. Sorry. I'm I, I, I taking away because
0: you're, you're making a very solid point here. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ryan Tuberty is an innocent man. He is an innocent man. He has yes. served
1: the public. Served the public, yeah. And yeah. he yeah. has been yeah. misdealt. Yeah. Um, I apologise to Ryan <laughs> on behalf of the public for our misgivings. And I wish him well. Yeah. We wish him well from Paper Tuesdays. Yeah, we do. Right. So, l- he, at least he's not Pat Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> if Pat Kenny had been getting that extra 70 grand, I would have embellished my previous statements. <laughs> But That's I have worked it out, and you can all relax. He wasn't paid <laughs> over 500,000. He was compensated the extra money. His salary was still under 500,000.
0: You've solved, you solved, like, sugar when they lost not <laughs> Like, you would really calm down the nation, then. That's next week, we'll the do Shergar. Okay. okay? Putin now, right? Putin, okay. So, Putin has these mercenaries, right? Apparently, mercenaries are a big deal, Mark. Oh. Um, so... Apparently the US has You had more mercenaries than US Army In their last Afghanistan campaign Mm. And in the same sense we can see That Russia has these lad called the
1: Wagners Now they need a better name Wagner was an X Factor They have the Wagners (laughs) It's like 40 of that lad He's like shirtless and a mustache <laughs> yeah. You know, the that Wagner
0: was quite a lot more cuddly than these <laughs> ads now. <so laughs> right, okay. These ads are fierce, ferocious. Oh. Um and anyway they were fighting and they were um they were in cahoots as my good friend Viper says. They were in cahoots with uh, Putin and the Russians. And uh, anyway they were um trying to get on to get on. To <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Brian Dobson. <laughs> uh, they were good, trying to take Ukraine.
1: Get, okay. onto Ukraine <laughs> Get there. on to Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> like a treehouse. We should do the 6 one. Ukraine, what's there?
0: To Ukraine. And anyway, they weren't happy with how, that. Something turned Turk anyway, mm. and uh, the Wagner's marched on Russia, on Moscow yesterday. And that's what I put in the group to say that Moscow had a no working day on Monday, (laughs) because it was all going on. (laughs) They thought this crowd that were fighting for the breezy were going to storm the city. There were tanks in Moscow yesterday and everything. And um, anyway, now a deal was brokered and there's something, the woman in kind said there's something about Belarus. um, They're involved as well. I think they brokered the deal that the Wagners wouldn't storm Moscow. Shane,
1: have you been following this? particularly, you know no. our khailnean correspondent we is we that camera still okay yeah. yeah all right uh, so that's from our khailnean correspondent on the well board.
0: i told yeah she she has belarus i don't have anything on belarus for you mark but mm. um very interested with the wagners uh, they were he, the wagners are very very much committed to ethnically taking ukraine because they're of russian ethnicity um but there's a lot of money involved apparently because russia uh, the putin's forces took uh, 40 million euros worth of whatever the currency they use belonging to the Wagner. So there's
1: a lot of um, deals going back and forth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's still, war is still going on between Russia and Ukraine. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, <laughs> how, I thought that ended though. Is that not over?
0: <laughs> Did it ended when you stopped watching the news? <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. But like, they, nothing else has happened since. Well, they've been... I
0: don't even know what they've been doing, but the war in Ukraine isn't over, but now Russia might be more exposed because all their troops have stopped fighting and are now fighting with themselves a little bit. Okay. But this all happened in the space of a few hours. It looked like it was all going to come
1: ahead, but they stopped there. And Putin is still healthy. Was he not sick for a while there as well?
0: Yeah, he was apparently, but sure, look. Maybe the kind of near... Maybe there are multiple Putins, but anyway, we won't solve that today.
1: ivermectin. Um, So... Question number four. <laughs> Dress suitably in short skirts and strong boots. Leave your jewels and gold wands at home and bring a revolver. Was it Anne Robinson? Or was it Countess Markowitz? Okay. I'm going to say Anne Robinson. No, Anne Robinson presented the weakest link. And she was a tough lady, but she didn't say that.
0: <laughs> That's a good quote. Quote, 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 quote. quote. Do you want quote. me to go
1: again? Yeah, give quote. us a okay, Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Dress suitably in short skirts and strong boots. Leave your jewels and gold ones at home, and bring a revolver. Short skirts, short skirts, and strong um, boots.
0: If, what I wonder about their attire—what they need—I'd say were they running a lot? Is that why they needed a short skirts? So, I the had strong, strong
1: boots. Assumed you would have known about Countess Markovitz. Well, it was nineteen sixty. Yeah, oh, yeah, you did.
0: Oh, I did. Yeah, did. and I was saying Anne Robinson for the crack. All right, sorry. I like <laughs> the idea of her saying, "Bring a revolver to the weakest thing." Bring your revolver. Yeah. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) But um she was a fiery woman. Um she um my great grandmother was at a speech with her um in after when the rebels in nineteen sixteen were in prison and they were trying to raise money for the widows and and orphans of the nineteen sixteen rebels. They weren't getting that much of a response from the from the people in the Midlands in Offaly and Leash. And she said, Ah yes, the Midlands a flat land and a flat
1: people. Oh. <laughs> oh, she didn't mince her words. Oh, she didn't mince her words. How, how did it all come to a head for Countess Markiewicz? Uh, well, she was fighting
0: in Stephen's Green in 1916. Oh, and she, she was killed They him, wouldn't what, she... kill her.
1: No, oh. they wouldn't kill her because she was
0: a woman. Well, well she survived whatever battle or whatever, mm. but they wouldn't execute her. But maybe, maybe they, she wasn't on her list, but they wouldn't execute a woman. They'd only execute Irish men. Eamon de got away with it because he was an American citizen.
1: Yes. How do you get a name like Markowitz or Markwitz? Married a Polish count, hence countess. Okay, mm. right, and he was nothing to do with any of this. I
0: don't. Did think Did he so live actually, in Ireland? How
1: did she end up here if she's married to him?
0: Oh yeah, lived in the strong connections to Sligo, hence the why Sligo's Park is called Markwitz Park. Sago okay.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Mm. Next quote. Who said it? We serve neither king nor Kaiser, but Ireland. Was it the students of GCS? <laughs> or was it the banner on Liberty Hall during World War One? I? I think it was the banner on Liberty Hall. You would be incorrect. Oh Jesus! That is. is a quote from Michael Dwyer during oh, yes. his Trevor, Treasure Bank rally <laughs> <laughs> in the quad.
0: Mark, we're out of GCS long enough now to discuss one event today
1: okay so that reminded me of the sit-down protest the sit-down protest. did you sit down the sit-down protest i didn't because i had no idea what was going on but i was in area two so i was looking down those who haven't gone to gcs imagine a prison (laughs) and now back to the story so we're up in area two looking down on the quad which is the middle part of the building but it's an open area it's flat and i look out and there's like Three or 400 people maybe sitting Mm. down in the quad having a sit-down protest because the school was playing a Gaelic football semi-final and one of the best players wasn't allowed to play because he got a delay on his sentencing for suspension for being bowled maybe a couple of months before and it was brought to light by a certain teacher before the football final semi-final and he was suspended and couldn't play the football Mm. semi-final so there was a sit-down protest in the quad. Mm. Amazing. Amazing stuff. Yeah, it was enriching, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it well, were, were you in,
1: emboldened by the show of, of strength among the student population? I'm trying to replace myself in the moment, and I don't think I fully grasped what <laughs> was going on. <laughs> yeah, I sat down. Did you? I was sitting I, down. And and I remember
0: Miss O'Reilly came out first. Actually, I think Miss O'Reilly gave the stronger speech, just saying, go back to your classrooms mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think that, that kind of broke it all right. Did it? Yeah. That's all it took. Well, Mr. Finn tried first. Uh, well, he was more gentle, alright. I think
1: he was principal at this stage. Yeah. yeah. What's it called? Where you know a certain amount of time has passed after a crime, and you're allowed to talk about it. <laughs> um, that's a good question. Possible I don't know. deniability. No, that's something else. Anyway, that's what we have here now. So that's what we can talk about. But that's statute of limitations. Statute or of something. limitations says it. Statute of limitations is over now. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- those are the things i'd completely forgotten about that and it just shows the power of the people <laughs> to be overturned and made go back to class <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Indeed. i was elected by the women of ireland who instead of rocking the cradle rocked the system oh. was that mark halpin at the market house festival committee meeting or was that mary robinson <laughs> mark i remember you saying those words i think it was- <laughs> <laughs> that was me <laughs> it, fell, it fell on deaf ears
0: <laughs> mary robinson Oh, she really did rock the system though, didn't she? Uh, she came, she was a regular outsider at the start apparently, and then she to the top of the, like the cream. What, what did Mary Robinson do? Well, she was the first female president, Well, what did she do?
1: As president. Nothing, I'd say. Nothing. But the president... And this is not, this is not sexism. This is just my opinion. What has the president of Ireland ever done?
0: Never, nothing, no. Nothing. No. Ceremonial figure. Like, but in my head, a good president shouldn't do anything.
1: Mickey Shields, <laughs> <laughs> you were quick off the bat there.
0: <laughs> you were, you were, you. Were, uh, all the presidents signed up. The uh, cogs are turned up. up. John F. Kennedy, Mickey <laughs>
1: Shields, <laughs> Mickey Shields. Oh, what a president! What, what a, a pre- guy! The people, man of the, the people. The Bill Clinton of Clinton, <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton. <laughs> Very good. Okay, <laughs> <now>. <laughs> onwards, onwards. They breed like rabbits and multiply like vermin. Oh! Was that John Woodburn on the sparrow nest building inside the church in Gory, Or was it Ian Paisley on Catholics? <laughs> oh, John Woodburn had a <laughs> thing for those sparrows. on. Huh? <laughs> it was Ian Paisley on he Catholics. Paisley. And this shocked me, that a public oh, oh. figure was allowed to speak in such a tone. Really? Like that's, that's like fucking Holocaust stuff, isn't it? Like they're lower than us. They're not human and that happened here not that long ago mm. which is insane have you been to the north lately no not in a very long time i yeah very long time you
0: I you i fully agree with what you've said there mark that we are the same people that we're we're on the same land we're the same we're human beings or whatever mm. you go up there there's something a little bit different right okay there's something a little
1: the bit energy. different yeah okay i Still.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was up at Tara O'Neill um, She's one of the bridesmaids for a wedding and I was up at a wake there on Monday night in Crossmaglen, and she brought me around the place and we stopped at Crossmaglen GA pitch We just know them as a really successful Gaelic football club yeah. in um, Armagh mm. Their GA club Now, I had known that during the Troubles the helicopters used to fly really down low almost as an act of intimidation really down low to the GA pitch and then they fly back up. Mm. So you couldn't really, it disturbed the play of matches and stuff. Yeah. But when I went up there, now the police station is right beside the GA club and Mm. there's a huge, and I mean huge, uh, metal fencing around it and it's just like solid metal, like bulletproof material Mm. and it still surrounds the barracks which are adjacent to the GA club. Like it's in no way Do you feel that this is an open community when you go in? It's like you're under guard. There's huge towers up high with security cameras looking in, pointing. And apparently they cover the whole village. It is a different atmosphere up there when you have such a level of vigilance there. I don't know if it's warranted, but they're not killing each other in Cross MacGlenn anymore. Like, Mm. there might be covert forms of violence, like our, our undercover paramilitary or, like, drug... I don't know what they do. But... like. It seemed too strong but even yeah. everything is more defined mark like that that division that that was trying to um be harnessed by by ian paisley and rallying his people um that, that is still at at the core and we're coming into the 12th of july and it's going to be really um elaborated on um podge went up with gory interior doors and he was fitting in yori around the 17th or 18th of July last year mm. and he was staying in a unionist hotel and they had to bring his van into a, a different car park and seal it lock it because otherwise the van would be burnt because it was a,
1: a southern Irish ridge Jesus like that's the level of hatred that it, has that been fueling there you know fuck and Noori will be a primarily Protestant areas no no it's
0: primarily Catholic and Republican right so it's just when but you've pockets then of because they're the minority and we need to hold on to what we have then it's just feels uh
1: so they're like Millie down like there Millie. Black, yeah that, Black and that uh, Millie and Nora seem to be at odds down there a bit like oh. Catholics and the Protestants uh next <laughs> you can stick your world cup up your bollocks oh was it Roy Keane or Mary McAleese
0: I think Roy Keane was. Roy
1: Keane it was you right. can stick your World Cup up your bollocks now I don't know how you would physically manage that <laughs> the World Cup is fairly large and cylindrical be quite the exercise wouldn't and it? and there doesn't seem to be an orifice on the bollocks no last time I checked now I haven't <laughs> done biology in a long time but <laughs> I have a fairly it. intimate relationship with my bollocks and I know <laughs> fairly well I couldn't fit the World Cup in there you're speaking with such authority Mark <laughs> I'm not going to doubt you there I know what I'm talking about yeah uh, yeah, so that's fairly self-explanatory. We've mm. covered Roy Keane <laughs> and the World Cup on this podcast before, mm. I believe. I think so, from memory. <laughs> Number nine. We are all in the gutter, but some of us are looking up at the stars. Was that the Tidy Towns Committee or was that Oscar Wilde? <laughs> tidy Towns. Oscar. It was the Tidy Towns Committee. I'm <laughs> fair play to them for getting into the gutter because... People are littering. I think we talked about this on the podcast Shane recently. Shane was saying about how in Scotland, there's a lot of littering there lately. Have you noticed littering? No, no, I haven't, thankfully. but it's just that I, I don't like it. No? I don't like littering. I think it's very, it's fucking just common decency. Isn't it like just the world doesn't revolve around you. Other people are going to have to fucking see your litter. Whether it's coffee cups, even cigarettes, like throwing your fag on the ground instead of putting in a fucking ashtray or something like, it's just, it's just not on is it have you no manners write back. Write, yeah. have you no manners mm. okay last but not least everyone argues but then we do what i say was that a quote from stephanie byrne on the office dynamic or was that bono on how you 2 operates so everyone argues everyone argues and then we do what i say
0: yeah, Stephanie. Stephanie. It's, it's, it's
1: true for Stephanie. Is it true? <laughs> but Bono also said it, did he? Bono said a chat about you two. Everyone argues and then we do what I say.
0: Interesting.
1: I'm reading a very good book. It's a, a women's fiction novel at the minute. I thought it was a joke. No, Breed posted that in my story. She does this every so often. I'll go to the toilet. She won't anymore because I've deleted Instagram. Yeah. I'll go to the toilet or something before I go to bed and she'll go on my phone and post the story pretending to be me. Right. Um, some would call it an invasion of privacy. Um, but Breed was gifted a book by someone a while ago And it was I. It was in the fucking house And I wanted to start reading fiction before I went to sleep oh. To unwind And I was like, there's no other fiction books here So I'm going to read this I'm Not expecting to really enjoy it Just something to fucking let my mind wander a little bit And it was really good And I started reading it And I'm about 140 pages in And it's about... Uh, I think it's about breed. Now not not entirely, but it fits the whole kind of life breed had before she moved down here. So the woman the, the lead actress in it works in TV production as a runner, lives in Dublin, is just out of college. Like there's so many other metrics then that sort of fit breed there as well. But it's a really interesting story and I would recommend it. I think it's called Filter This by like I, the author's name escapes me, but that is something I would recommend is reading fiction and fiction that maybe you don't think suits you. I'll never forget the, the first fiction book I
0: read. I can't, I can't remember the name of it now, but it's about this Swedish lad, this old man. And um, I shed a tear at the end of it. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. It, 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 it harnesses all your emotions in it, doesn't it? It immerses you in a different yeah. world. It's kind of like watching a film, but not at the same time. Yeah. You're, you feel the emotions a bit more rather than watching someone else's emotions. You picture it all in your own head and it makes sense to you. And then you kind of vicariously live that scenario in whatever way it makes sense in your head. So it feels more real to you, maybe. That's so
0: interesting that you read it and that you have found such a, a resonance in understanding
1: where Breed was with the television production. Manager. I think that might be why, why I enjoy it is uh, it allows me to kind of experience what she would have experienced yeah. in her like obviously this is not her story and she could, her life could be completely different to, yeah pro- definitely is completely different to what this person experienced yeah but to be able to experience the life of a female close to my age yeah what their experience of reality might be like yeah it's very interesting because yeah. people will only tell you certain amounts of things yeah whereas if you can live someone else's experience mm-hmm. it's far more real and it's it's eye-opening a bit. Definitely. And this is not a serious novel either. It's more of a comedy. Yeah. But it's good. I do. I enjoy it. And I surprise myself with that. Yeah. We have another game, Michael, if you want to I really enjoyed it, enjoy that, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I really love it. So. Whew, this game may have been on the radio before, but we are going to play it. Cool. Okay. So you have 30 seconds. Right. So I'm going to give you a letter and then I'm going to give you so, for example, I'm going to say a person with the name or a name beginning with this letter. Okay. And then I will say a color beginning with this letter. Right. And you have to just keep going. We're going to see how many you can get in 30 seconds. I love that. OK, right, Shane. So if you keep count Michael's score, I'll time it. OK, ready? Three. Oh, sorry. I'll give you the letter first. Oh, yeah. The letter is L. OK, OK, three, two, one, a country.
0: Uh, Lima. Oh no, not uh, oh. good. <laughs> Pass <laughs> a beverage. A uh, lilt. A city. Liechtenstein. Um, a city. Uh, Lima. Uh,
1: a politician.
0: L- Leo Brecher. An animal. Uh, lemur. A uh, film. Uh, the line the witch in the water. A <laughs> uh,
1: mode of transport. A uh, loose, uh, song.
0: Let me see your wings.
1: And time. <laughs> Let me see your one. <laughs> okay, Shane, what did you get? I that was ten. Ten? <laughs> wow, that was generous. Ten? All right. Yeah. Michael, your turn. I have
0: uh, Oh, right. Okay, okay, okay. So, Mark, help
1: right. him. The letter is B. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. A country. Berlin. Br- Brussels. Fuck. B- B- Baghdad. <laughs> ba- <laughs> B-b-b-b-b- pass <laughs> A beverage
0: Beer A politician Brendan Hobbs A- An animal A Bear A film b-
1: Bewitched A motor transport Bus <laughs> A song Baby don't you want me <laughs> <laughs> An exercise Balls <laughs> Fuck An item of furniture uh, b- b- <laughs> This is so fucking hard <laughs> What did I get
0: Six. six oh Fuck. okay mark haplin you got six we are
1: bollocks from those games yes yeah we are that was a lot a lot to a handle lot. there yeah. we're going to call it a draw for this week yeah um i let you everyone know how the submarine gets on do i'll keep you posted next week we'll come back yeah to that so thank you very much okay. this has been the news free ryan dobbardy <laughs>